Welcome to the Better Brave Podcast, where you get to hear unique stories from guests like you who choose to live bravely outside of their comfort zones. I'm Candace Dudley, your host, former teacher turned online business mentor and podcaster. This podcast is for you if you're committed to living life on purpose, no more following the rules of society. Go hit the follow button if you haven't yet and tune in every Tuesday for a new episode. Welcome back to a special birthday episode, solo episode. It's my birthday this week, and I had the idea that I would ask you guys, listeners, people on Instagram, social media, to send me questions to answer for this show uh, because I just thought it'd be really fun to do something kind of, you know, not so serious and out of the ordinary and really just celebrate turning another year older. So I have the questions here and they, some of them are deep. Like who is your favorite sister-in-law? Too funny. Definitely not going to answer that, but I love you all. Um, but there's other ones. So let's let's start with a somewhat easy one. Do you plan to get any more pets? So we got a dog in June and I was super nervous, but my kids just absolutely love the other cousin dogs in our lives. And so it really just pushed me over the edge and I ended up getting them a dog, a little golden doodle. Her name is Togo and we love her. I love her. She is like one of, she's like our fourth child and I totally get it now. I am not an animal person. So like, I still don't like your dog, but I love my dog. (laughs) And so any more pets? I don't know. I always think like, Oh, maybe she needs a, a sibling, but then I'm like, no, she's a puppy and she's still eating socks and like doing really dumb things. Uh, so no more pets at the moment. Um, another one was asked and it says, what would your just right feel good day be filled with? Be specific. Well, I think I have two versions. Like one is a version that's with my family and we're just doing things we love, probably a hike, um, out to eat for lunch, something like that, and home early to get in pajamas, snuggle up and and watch a movie with some popcorn. But Another day would be by myself because I also equally love those days. And it would just be like a slow morning. I would go see um, some of my besties who I love to like dream big with me because I don't love small talk. I'm kind of, I'm an introvert and I just like, I'd rather talk deeply. And so I have some people in my life that I do that with. So a little coffee meetup. Well, I don't drink coffee, but a little uh, kombucha meetup at Mandy's Coffee in Red Wing is usually our our favorite spot. And then maybe ending with like a dinner lunch at Staghead in Red Wing because that's our (laughs) favorite place to eat. Um, And then home early to get back in my pajamas um, in bed and maybe watch some Netflix or curl up with a good book. So just super low key, but um, yeah, both ways would be are, are just great days, but you know, some days you need the fam by you and some days you don't. <laughs> um, let's see, this one's pretty deep. It says, what helped you overcome your fear and just do it? I think they're talking about, you know, leaving teaching in the last year, um, starting different businesses, launching this podcast, just kind of those things. And it really it kind of goes with this question too, though. What are your whys and why do you do what you do? So I feel like these go together. Overcoming that fear, you have to have a deep why. And so I can remember 
about seven years ago when I started doing beach body workouts and supplements and things that I, I just had uh, my first baby and I really wasn't feeling like myself. I've talked about this before. I was super, you know, home on maternity leave, lonely, tired, probably had some baby blues, that kind of a thing. And I just was like, wow, this, there's a lot that, that they didn't tell me about this. Like it's such an amazing time too. So then there's like that guilt before even thinking these things of just like, man, I, I need some alone time. I, you know, those kind of things that kind of tear you up. And so beach body workouts, taking care of myself, doing some reading, personal development and things that I started because of that community really made me feel like so much better. And then I had a second baby within the next year and I did the same plans after. And I, again, found myself feeling so much better. And I started to think, man, I bet there's other moms out there. And if there's just one mom out there that is feeling like this and I can help her, I can share that I was too, but I'm not anymore. And that's okay to not be okay. And it's okay to share this. Then I need to share this. But I let another year or so go by where I didn't share about it because I was shy. I didn't want to post on social media. I didn't want to be that girl kind of a feeling. And then I had my third child, which was my second daughter specifically. And I had one of those flash forward moments of like they come, the girls come home from school and they're upset and someone told them they couldn't do something. And I just knew like my answer would be, oh, oh no, this, this, no, you can do anything you want to do. And nobody's going to tell you, you're not going to do it if you want to do it. And I just, that really put it in perspective for me. Like, so you're not going to share and and do this and try to help other moms because you're worried about like social media and you're worried about what people will think if you just start posting things. And so I just started, I just did it <laughs> and I felt like throwing up because it was nerve wracking and sometimes it still is, but having that deep, like I need to walk the walk and live my truth because I want my children to know that I wasn't just talk. I didn't just say, no, you're going to go shoot for your dreams. You can do this. I was actually living it. And that just really made any excuse I had feel so small. And so that was kind of my driving factor. Um, And also when I was, took myself out of the equation and really thought about like that mom that needed to hear my particular story, that made it a lot easier too, because it was like, I, I need to do this. Someone needs to hear this. And that just became abundantly clear to me. And I just followed that gut instinct. So I kind of try to live by anything that gives me butterflies in my stomach. I try to lean into it instead of running away from it, which I think is our first initial reaction to that. So I try to totally lean in. This one kind of goes along with this, but it's, it's a little more laid back. It says, what did you do for a job over the summer while you were teaching before uh, before I was doing like the beach body coaching, which they've changed their name now to the body coaching or body coaches. So, but anyway, it's probably more known as beach body. So before that, I had one job where I worked <laughs> at Pepsi Cola in Rochester. Um, and it was in the special events department. So any like county fairs or things like that around the summer, um, I took all the vendors pop orders and filled out like what they were getting in our Pepsi trailer and build them and sometimes helped load the pop into the trailers, stuff like that. Um, so funny. Yes. That seems like a long, long time ago. So I did that, but then I thought, nah, 
I don't really want to work that hard in the summers and I'm teaching and that's kind of the perk. And so I, um, also was doing some like athletic coaching. And so I started running basketball camps because I played basketball in college and high school and, um, all the things. And so I started running basketball camps for a few weeks in the summer and that was fun and a, a quick way to, you know, make a little bit of money, but also enjoy summer. Uh, and then I had kids and then I just, you know, stayed home with them. Um, so I didn't do any other types of jobs during the summer at that point. Um, let's see your kids. See you wear many hats. Do they know what they want to be when they grow up? You know, they are, well, they're going, going to be turning, um, eight, seven, and five all within like the next month span. Cause they were all spring babies. Uh, and they, I don't think they know what they want to be when they grow up. But the, what I love is that like, for example, my son, he, he has like six things that he's going to be. And he also knows that on um, Thursday nights, he's going to still come to my house for dinner. So there's that. Um, but he's going to be anything from an entomologist to a um, herpetologist. And I, yes, I had to Google those things when he told me them because I, I was not quite sure what they were. But they are people that study reptiles and amphibians and that uh, an entomologist is a person that studies bugs. So he is going to look for new species. Um, he's also going to possibly be like, I think he said a police officer or, um, an engineer. So it's pretty wide range. Um, uh, and I just love that they think that they can do all those things because I feel like that's a sign that I'm doing something right as a parent, because I don't want them to have a cap on what they think is possible for them. Uh, let's see. There's one more. It's, I know you're always dreaming. It'd be fun to know what your five, 10 or 20 year dreams are. Whew, that's pretty <laughs> deep. But I think in the next five years, some of the big dreams are to own another rental property. Um, we uh, have on our vision board, like having like a lake house property. We already live by the lake, but we don't have, we're not on the lake. We're in town. And that would kind of be a big dream, maybe owning a boat so we can go out on the lake in the summer and enjoy it. Those kinds of things, that would be really fun. Um, getting our first like actual family trip where we leave the state under our belt is another one. But we were kind of like getting out of the baby and toddler <laughs> stages of life and surviving that. Uh, and so I think that's on the horizon. And then I don't know, in 20, 10, 20 years, I don't know if my husband shares these same dreams, but I have like visions of owning chickens and being barefoot in the country with like a really big garden and a workshop for anything that I want to create or furniture that I want to refinish and continuing to just build Willow and Wren, um, my online store, as well as my Better and Brave coaching um, platform and maybe have more things like courses and things that I can offer you guys. So yeah, that's it. So I think this was super fun. Thank you for the questions. Anytime you have other questions, send them in. Maybe I'll do another episode like this sometime. But uh, I just wanted to, like I said, celebrate my birthday, say thank you to all of you for listening, for being here, for sharing 
these episodes with your friends, for leaving a review on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. It just means so much to me when I see the numbers come through of like how many people are listening to this. It just is so humbling and fills my entire heart up to the brim and overflowing that people care enough to listen to my story, to the little um, story that I think that I have that I was so scared to share seven years ago. So thanks so much for being here. Know that anything you want to do in life is possible and you do not need anybody's permission to do it. You already have all the tools inside of you and the opportunity wouldn't be in front of you if you weren't capable of it. Hey, thanks for being here. I love being able to highlight entrepreneurial journeys because no two are the same. To grab my free sales page planner or to book a discovery call with me, head to the show notes. Finally, please leave a quick review so I can continue this work. See you next week.